0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Spirit Quest. Again, it's Mateo and Adam. Howdy. How you doing, Adam, today?
1: I'm doing fantastic. How are you?
0: I am wonderful, man. Yeah, I'm just so excited for the feedback and grateful for the criticism, whether it was positive or negative. We didn't Did you look- get
1: any neg- uh, Like, I didn't. I, I
0: didn't, it wasn't negative. Um, I, and even if it was or meant to be, I didn't feel any negative, I don't get offended easily like that. Right, before. right,
1: right. But actually, here, hold up. Can we actually, uh, I, I like that we opened the last one with prayer. Can we open this one with prayer too? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Um, let's do that. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's gracious Father in heaven.
0: I ask that you would make us faithful servants and joyful slaves if Amen. at times we are called to be slaves. Amen. Father, we know that the heavens that the mountains melt at your presence and that everything bows down before you. Keep us at your feet. Keep our eyes fixed on you. Let us let our minds be continually transformed Father, and let us always be in reverence of you, like you're sitting, like we're sitting on your lap, even when we're talking to somebody that has upset us. Father, always, always let us be aware that you are right there in the room and in our hearts. And we just thank you for this opportunity, Father, to speak to people and um, for all the great, great reviews we've got from everyone out there listening. Father, we just pray that you would bless their ears uh, open their hearts to receive, and that, um, you know, wherever this goes, we're okay with it, Father. And But always, always, always let us give you the glory and honor, never for ourselves. In your Son's precious name, Yeshua, or Jesus, amen. Amen. Yeah, so uh, we we just want to thank all of you out there that have been listening. Um, not like you've been listening for a long time because this is only the second episode. It
1: was only 36 minutes, but hey, that's longer than most cartoon shows and I can't always get through those. So thank you. (laughs) Yes.
0: Uh, we, we, again, we sincerely thank everyone and we hope that this one blesses you. And, um, uh, Adam, you want to let them know about how we have recently.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I finally got off my butt and decided to be productive, and figured out how to get this kind of out farther. Um, So uh, we're actually on Anchor right now, and Anchor is really great if any of you out there are thinking about starting your own podcast or whatever. Um, Just know that uh, Anchor.fm, which thank you Mark for recommending that to me. Um, I had been kind of looking at it, and then Mark sent it, and I went, nope. That's God right there. That's what's supposed to do. I looked it up. Boom! It'll do it automatically. So we are automatically casting now. Uh, it'll go automatically to Spotify. I know I keep saying automatically, but it's kind of a fun word. Uh, we are. Yeah, you're abusing it. It's moment, but that's fine. <sighs> no, I seriously though. In all seriousness, we're gonna be on Apple Podcasts. We're gonna be on Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts. Radio Public, Spotify, and mm. TuneIn. I haven't heard of 17 of those, but that's fine. Well,
0: there's only nine, so... Yes. My cousin earlier said that I don't know what Spotify is. I think it's a carpet cleaner. So um, I, I thought that was cute to him.
1: I mean, do you, do you know what Spotify is? I mean, I'm learning. Okay. All right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, for those of you who <laughs> don't
0: know, I'm 41 years old, so I'm... am I'm,
1: Slightly fossilizing. He's not quite hip to the jive yet, if you know what I mean. Yeah, man, this is all like Hebrew to me. I thought you knew Hebrew. So,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. I a slight, a little bit of Hebrew, you know. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay.
1: whatever. okay, so, so here's the cool part, everyone. Um, guys and girls, gather around, children. Uh, and what we're gonna be doing today is uh, Mateo and I have been talking all week and. Friday night? Saturday? Saturday? Friday night? Sunday? Something. One of these days, it all kind of blurs together, because we every time we see each other, we just keep talking. Um, uh, yeah. But uh, at some point during our week, uh, we really kind of hit on the concept of, of tithes.
0: Um, it, kept, it kept coming from yeah. different directions, and we just felt moved by the spirit to... To speak on it and to educate
1: and we're going to do our best to help you get a better understanding we're going to be doing some exploring ourselves too because we have we have some interesting questions ourselves we're actually going to be posting well not posting but positing a question to you guys uh so whoever's listening um still not entirely sure how the the comments and everything are going to work yet but within the next day or so we should have that all figured out uh, if we have to add an addendum to this podcast, we will to tell you how to do that. But we're actually gonna, I guess, what? Ask the audience, right? Who wants to be a millionaire? Ask yeah. the audience. Yep. Um, lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're calling a lifeline on this episode, but we're gonna get to that. <clears throat> so, pardon me, clearing my throat. Now, Matteo, what is a tithe? Uh, tithe just simply means
0: tenth. It is what is required by God for you to bring before him of your increase of your increase of your increase. It's the first 10th of your increase. So whatever that increase may be, you know, back then ancient Israel was known as an agricultural society. Okay. That's why in the word we see them giving a 10th of whatever they produce, such as wine, oil, grain, etc cetera, except et cetera, herds etc cetera, etc cetera, Yeah. you know and um, one example of the tithing can be found in Genesis 14 19 through 20 which so happens to actually be the first recorded tithe brought by Abram notice I said brought 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 not gave correct because God said bring bring your tithe And and I'm going to read Genesis 14, uh, 19 through 20, or starting in 18, actually. Okay, and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. So not only did Abram give a tenth of his grain, so to speak, he gave a tenth of his herds, because Abram was a very wealthy man. As you continue to read throughout Genesis, you'll see that him and his brother had to split up because they couldn't contain everything in one land together.
1: Now, now, what's interesting is, is when he says of all, right, mm-hmm. at this moment in in Abram's history, right, <clears throat> what he's dealing with is he had been fighting across the country, basically um, traveling with Sarah, going um, in and out of different kingdoms, escaping from different kingdoms. Yes. Uh, had gone into... Lying to kings. Lying to kings. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, Abraham
0: Abraham was a liar, so...
1: Right, right. Yeah. Um,
0: He's not exempt from sin. Nope. Nope. Nope, none of them were. We're not. And I'm not judging
1: him. No, (laughs) I was a little bit. Uh, You were? No, just That's fine. But, uh, (laughs) no, at this point, he was basically coming out of Egypt with everything. Yes. It, It wasn't just... Oh you know he he had gone through a rough patch, and God brought him through and blessed him. no, like he had been really kind of all over yeah the area in 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 that entire canaan Canaan area, and then was given from God, land, his brother, freedom, um really things that we all kind of take for granted, but Things he didn't have. And and it changed his life in a major, major way on on every single facet. Mm. Uh, He had a wife. He had his brother back. He had family. He had land. He had his faith. He had obedience. He had cattle. He had food. He had shelter. He had everything. Um, Why did Abram do it? Obedience. Purely. Totally. Simply obedience. In in the same way of, of... Because Abram didn't know,
0: yeah, it is obedience. That is the root reason why he did it. He wanted to honor God because he loved God so much. Abram didn't yet know that through his obedience, he would be blessed by bringing this before God. He just honored God.
1: Right, right. it's so simple he He followed on the word, so yes. merely on the word, on the promise of God, he went and did all of those things, yes. and then had come out of it full of the spoils of war, if you will
0: and Adam, uh I just wanted to clarify with the audience, so guys, for those of you that don't know us yet, and ladies and ladies, yes um. I I I call ladies guys. That's I like, do. I call uh, everyone dude. I hope you ladies don't get offended when I do I do say sorry, hey, so how are you guys yeah, that's we're working on that. Yeah, I'm we're working sorry, on that. But ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I'll let you get to I your point. I hate that word. I'll let you past. get to your point. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, um I want you guys to all understand we're not breaking open with tithing because we are pastors of a church. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. To be honest with you, I don't totally yet belong to a specific church. Okay, I I am a what they call a church hopper. Yep. I'm trying to find you know, there's there's key elements that I look for and I want the good to outweigh the bad. And so far you know, I think that I've currently found one that is like su- super awesome. But uh, that's either here nor there. I, and I don't want to downplay anybody else. But what I'm saying here is this, okay? Um, we're not promoting any church. We're no. not asking you for your money. No. So if you have that biased idea or opinion in your mind about us, that's not us. We're just trying to steer people in the right direction and give them an, an understanding of the importance of tithing and why you should feel comfortable doing it.
1: That, and, and I think, because, uh, I mean, eventually we're going to be going over the structure of the church, and we're going to be going over Mosaic Law, we're going to be going over quite a lot of things, but if you notice, we haven't gotten nearly that far in the Bible yet. We're in Genesis 14, so a lot of stuffs happened. Don't get me wrong. And we're probably gonna go back to Genesis one. Yeah, at some point. At some point, we'll, we'll get there. But tithing comes up pretty much smack dab after God giving a blessing. Mm. God makes a covenant with man. Man tithes. That's kind of like step one. You know what I mean?
0: Mm.
1: And that's that's before. Well, here's I think how you the build first commandment
0: was be fruitful and multiply which was actually the second commandment after he said uh of all this you shall eat but of the tree of good and evil
1: did I say commandment I meant covenant
0: y- yeah I I, think I did say commandment but you I might meant have...
1: I meant I meant covenant um the covenant with Abraham um it's, it's it's technically slightly before the covenant basically be fruitful and
0: multiply he's he's which was actually the second. He said, "Don't eat of the tree," right? Which yes. was like one of which was the first. So, but missed that boat. We're oh, the tree's not there. Yeah. So. so kind of be fruitful and multiply, which means you know, have some babies. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, yeah, because I want more people to come join me in the kingdom. Right. Right. True. So, you know, take it as you will. But go ahead,
1: Adam. Um, yeah, so I, I personally, and this is how I've been feeling about it all day, that this is why we were led to talk about this first. Um, cause I really started to do notes on it earlier today while I was at work, I was thinking about it, kind of kicking things around, taking notes in my spare time, that kind of thing. And, uh, this is really one of the first precepts of showing devotion and obedience to God. Yeah. Out there, like. In the entire book, this is one of the first, if not, it's not the first, but it's, it might be second, but either way, however it falls in line, uh, I think this is a great way to build into, um, build into where we're headed from here, so it's, this is not a money thing, this is a obedience to God thing, that obedience to God thing involves your increase, not your money your increase Mm -hmm. and what it means to tithe and what is God owed. Right.
0: It was, it was never my, so it was always, like I said before, ancient Israel was an agricultural society. So the tithe wasn't money unless you had a long journey and you couldn't carry it all. Yeah. Then you, then you broke it down to money. And then when you got there, you build it back up into the herds and the grains and the wines and the oils. And then it was dispersed about. But guys, there's there's more than one tithe. And these are the things that churches are not talking about. And it's relevant to today. So relevant. Um, And we're going to get to that in a minute. But I want to jump back to how the Lord talks about bringing your tithe instead of giving your tithe. Okay, so if you go to Malachi 3.10, he starts with the word bring. And I'm reading out of the Geneva translation. And for those of our followers that don't know what the Geneva translation is, uh, it was actually written before the King James. In 1599, the King James was in 1612. So this is 13 years before King James got his hands on it. Which I like to go as far back as I can because I feel like they're less tampered with. You guys do as you want and as the spirit leads, but I like to go back. And I and everybody's like, I can't do it. We have these yees and these thous and the, and it's harder to understand, but it causes you to slow down. Yeah. So I just challenge everyone to just embrace that idea. Um, just slow down. It's not you don't have to read 50 chapters a day, man. It's not what you read or how much you read. It's how you read.
1: It's what you learned.
0: It's what you learned. <clears throat> yes. So in uh, Malachi 3.10, he says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. Now, I'm going to stop right there because I want everybody to understand. Um, scripturally speaking, meat, okay, if you look it up in the Strong's Concordance simply means food. It doesn't just mean beef and chicken and fish and such. It means food, okay? Um, And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven unto you and pour you out a blessing without measure. So he's basically saying, listen, man, test me in this. I'm telling you to bring it. Because it's already mine. I've already declared that it's mine. Just honor me by, hey man, bring me my cut. Right. That I've required of you. Right. And I'm going to blow open the windows of heaven with so so much blessing that you're not going to be able to contain it in your storehouse.
1: Adam, storehouse, in your your terms. I mean, uh, uh, the church. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a, in a modern day, sure. Yeah, uh, I could see that. Um, but a storehouse is is more than that, though. A storehouse is is also like a bank account for yourself, because for yourself and your people. Because a storehouse is going to be where either you or your community or or your family is going to keep. What's gonna keep you surviving, so for those hurting for, as well yeah yeah yeah, and, and and it's i I think it's super important as we go through this to keep in mind kind of the time frame and the circumstances of the people that we're reading about because the the people i I had a a note here right where uh, uh so we're talking about. This is jumping around a little bit to Genesis 28. I had a note on Genesis 28 about Jacob. Um, and uh, Jacob gave tithes, right? And the, the the note that I wrote was the tithe is a testament to his faith and obedience. Um, and this is the same for Abraham. This is the same for, for everyone in our Old Testament that are reading, that are, that are performing a tithe. You're living in a time where living conditions are are just unbelievably harsh. Uh, Security, any sort of like self defense or security or anything like that. Nine one one. Yeah, there's there's none of that. You know, You're, you're living at a time where every every moment here and now could be your last. You're constantly living in an untamed environment. Your resources are everything. You cannot go to a store and get something if you're short. You cannot. You cannot. Uh, you can't just make something like you have to forage you have to have a storehouse yeah you gotta know you have to know what you're doing you have to store everything up and and when you're when you're farming you save so you farm and then after harvest it gets saved and goes in a storehouse Hmm. now that storehouse that's what's going to feed you all winter long that's gonna be used all winter long when you can't farm when you, if you're an agricultural yeah. nation, there is a time where you are not farming, you are not producing. I you're bet they merely... weren't eating six times a day back then. No, certainly not. Mm. And they were they were dependent. They were dependent on their ability to stockpile. Yeah. Now. Not now, counting macros. Is that keto? Uh-huh. Is, is farming keto? I I don't know enough about dieting. Um, I. Keto isn't
0: macros counting. I, Keto is like the fasting for, yeah, I mean, that's either here nor there.
1: Anyway, the whole point, besides the... We don't know anything about that. We don't know any, anything. We don't know much about anything. But the point I'm really trying to get to, and I'm, I'm kind of circling the airport here, but the point is, is that when God requires that, that, that tithe, that tenth, that is out of something that you are banking on for sustenance for a long time. We're, we're not talking about paycheck to paycheck. This isn't two weeks and, oh, it's time for me to tithe again. I mean, these people were were saying, okay, I just harvested everything. I'm going to give you my best tenth. Now, the best tenth is going to be the 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 grain, the crops that are going to keep the longest. So yeah. in those moments... When they're reaching the very end, that that best tenth, those would be the ones that would still be the best at the end of their winter when they're starting to run out, when they're really having to budget. I mean, if you've ever lived paycheck to paycheck, you know that as it's coming up at the end, like you're really starting to be super conscious about what you're spending, what you're yeah. eating, how much. And and God asked for the top tenth, the best tenth, and that would have been what was what you were banking on. Right in those critical moments before you could start to produce again. Right. And also remember to
0: bring the first of all your increase. Because when you go back to Cain and Abel, why was God pleased with Abel's mm-hmm. offering? Because he gave the first of his increase. Mm-hmm. Cain did not. Cain did not. And that God was displeased with Cain and he was happy with Abel. And he blessed Abel, but guess what, guys? God's merciful, and he also blessed Cain, even though he didn't give the first of his increase. Right. So, jumping back to what I said earlier in the segment was: there's different types of tithes. Okay. Um, so far in our digging, Adam and I found that there was three types of tithing. There was, there was the tithing for the Levites. And for those of you who don't know who the Levites were, they were the Levitical priests that performed the... They were of the tribe of Levi, obviously. Um, And they performed the temple service. What did they do in the temple service? They sacrificed animals uh, day and night for the sins of Israel. They had to clean the stuff up. Which would have been absolutely nasty. All that blood everywhere, and the and the stench had to be horrendous. Oh my goodness! Could you imagine? Yes, and um, they did. They did the reading of, you know, the teaching of the the ways of the Lord, and the worship. They they led all of that. So basically, today's modern day, if we were to translate it in modern day without the slaying of animals. Because our king did that once and for all. That's done Sacrifice away. Sacrifice is over. Yeah, we, we don't need to do that anymore. Um, To translate that into today, I mean, we have worship leaders. And, and Adam, what was that point that we brought up before we started this segment about all the house of Levi? Ah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on. So basically, it, we were discussing... Um, um, Adam's gonna find a verse here in a second, but um, yeah, it's in Numbers eighteen, I think. Numbers uh, eighteen. Okay, when you find it, we'll read it. But uh, yeah, so basically, all the house it was it was for the entire house of Levi. So because they didn't have their inheritance came from the Lord, okay, by supernatural faith, okay, by their service in the temple. So like today, a lot of believers struggle with, I'm giving this money to this pastor, but he's kind of shady. Don't worry about that. The Lord knows why you're giving. Whatever he does with it, if he goes and buys a Maserati, then that's his problem. That's between him and God. Yeah. You know, God knew why you gave, because you wanted to be obedient, because that is what a child does. He is obedient. Remember, childlike faith. That is what a child does. They are obedient to their mother or their father. Okay? So don't be afraid to give in that aspect. But in the same token, preachers and teachers need to check themselves because we're not supposed to be living these lavish lifestyles with these $5 million mansions. You know what I mean, with a pool on the roof and, and a hot tub in the going? in the living room. You know what I mean. Yeah, it, it's just that's just not. Where's the,
1: There's no humility in that. So, so go ahead. So to dial it dial it right back to to the passage. It, it's Numbers 18, okay, uh, starting at verse 21. <clears throat> and behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tenth in Israel for an inheritance. And that was the word that that he and I kind of stuck on there. An inheritance isn't an income, right? It is something that was gifted
0: to you or left behind by a deceased member of your family or or something like. And it comes a, from the house. It comes from the house. It's different,
1: right? Than an income. It's it's not your personal bank account. Yes, it is, it is your inheritance from your house, right? Because Meaning that. Each, each son or daughter, right, they're all given a portion. They're all allotted a portion of that. It's, right. It's not a, It's well, not- I like this one more than this one. Theoretically, nowadays, you can do that, but that wasn't really a thing back then. It was all are appointed in, in inheritance. That's, that's the heirs. You inherit it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not meant
0: for just the main guy behind the pulpit. Right. Right. Worship leaders, a lot of them, volunteer and get nothing ever. They deserve a piece. They're serving. The reason why God was wanting us to give to, these, to this people group was because the Levites kept the community better. They were in the streets. They would decipher disputes Mm-hmm. Yep. Among the people, they were, yes, they would they were teach, judges. yeah, they would do all these teach things the that made the community they function. Yeah, they did all these things that made the community function more peacefully
1: and, and, and in harmony. And now there's an interesting word there the community, right? Yeah, but it would be the nation because they were all coming to the temple, so yes. it's not just the community, that's that's as a nation. They are serving that function. Right. Uh, and, and, and I'm sure at this
0: moment that there's people like, well, there's no longer a temple. So what is the significance? Okay. And we're going to get to that in a moment here. And we're not trying to be all over the place. I'm trying to get back to the different types of tithe beforehand. So I'm going to take you guys to uh, Deuteronomy 14 verses 28 and 29 and he says at the end of the 3 years this is called this is known among like in Judaism or messianic Judaism and again I'm going to messianic the difference between the two is is Judaism has not yet accepted the fact that the king has come once already to pay the price messianic Judaism believes that the king has already come and he's come back again So, basically, it's like a Christian Jew. Right. Okay. I'm still going to hold you to that future episode, by the way. Yes. So, at the end of the three years, thou shalt bring forth all the tithes of thine increase of that year. Okay? This is called the third year tithe. And lay it up within thy gates. Then the Levite shall come, because he hath no part nor inheritance with thee. And the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow. So the stranger just basically means the foreigner from another land that came in and dug what you guys were doing and has now joined into or grafted into Israel. Like the Bible says. You must graft into Israel. It doesn't say that you should or can. It says you must. So, um, and the widow which are within thy gates and shall eat and be filled that the Lord thy God may bless thee and all the work of thine hand which thou doest. These are all people that couldn't help themselves. Because, I mean, look at it like this. So a widow, right? Mm -hmm. Her husband's gone. Mm -hmm. Okay? And she's probably, we all hope that she's up in age and that her husband's gone now. Right so she she could be elderly as well, right. technically most of the time, so she can't really help herself orphans they don't have mother, they don't have father, they don't have anybody that cares
1: about them and they're probably young well let's 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 rock back to like we were saying uh, that context of an agricultural nation yes, because if your income is coming from working the land you The people here are people who don't have land. Right. The ones that are being mentioned here are the ones who literally cannot produce. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Yeah. I mean you can't expect a nine year old orphan that was never shown how to milk a cow, go milk a cow. On what land? Right. He doesn't own anything. Right. He's an orphan. He doesn't you can't expect a widow to go out and plow a field and like like this woman's probably 80, 90 years old. Like that's right. Hopefully. We're hoping. You can't... That's that's not realistic. And a stranger, a stranger who is grafted in, and I think that's why they specify the stranger to me, because the stranger isn't going to own land. No, he left his land. He left his land behind, and you're now dealing with a group of people yes. that are dependent on land for their sustenance. Yes, and technically, technically speaking, if he
0: left his land, guys and, and ladies... He can't go back because it is now shunned upon him to return because he has now left them Mm -hmm. and their tribe to go pick up the beliefs and practices of this tribe.
1: And most likely sold everything to get there because we're talking about... My man's a
0: sellout in his mom and dad's eyes. He can't go back. They don't
1: want him. Yeah. No, you can't come
0: back. You leave. You can't come back. You go join those crazy Jews down there. (laughs) Yeah, you can't come back. Yeah, forget it. You're done. Yeah, you know you lost your keys to the hood. Yeah, you're now you're now done. Correct. Yeah, your pass is gone. So so that's third year tie is what we're talking about right now. Third year tie. So basically, what you do in the third, and you're like, well, how do you know it's the third year? Okay, so you start. You got to get a little. You got to dig back into the Hebraic roots a bit. And guys, I'm sure you can find everything on Google. You, you absolutely can. Okay, so the Jews have, you know, they do everything in seven-year cycles. Just find out if it's the year of Jubilee. Okay, that's the seventh year. Okay, and then you count one, two, and then you're in the third year. Now, rem- now, mind you, it says to store up the tithe of that year. Not of the first and second year, but of that year. So twice in a seven-year cycle... You're going to be storing up this tithe for these people. And you're like, well, dude, we don't just go and put all this stuff out in the street now. The garbage man will come pick it up. Or a dog or a cat will come by and, and chow it all down. Well, we got to figure out a way how to do this, right? Do you know a widow? I'm sure we all do. Mm-hmm. We probably have them in our family. mm mm-hmm. And it says to, if we do have, if we do know of a widow, to handle that, and I'm putting it in my terms, handle that so you don't burden the church. You're like, all sure. right, I took care of that. Sure. She's good. Yeah. Yeah. Here, hold that. Take that for me.
1: Okay. So so I'm going to take that in a slightly different direction um, because I think that I don't want to just focus, at least to me, I don't want to just focus on ministers, Right, because when we're talking about the functions of the church. A minister isn't just the preacher or the pastor. Right. Or the teacher. Right, right. Exactly. What we're talking about is the functions that the church or the temple would fulfill. Right. And that's where you have homeless shelters. That's where you have outreach programs. That's where you have orphanages and all of these things that you can in fact just directly go provide assistance to. And that's not that's not what we think of as the church. So what, what they would think of as the Levites and, and, and the, the, the priests isn't just the church to us. They were a church and so much more. What we would call church plus. You could pick any ministry. Yes, then any ministry out there doing.
0: Yeah, I'm getting behind that. Yeah, and you're going to be blessed, guys. I
1: promise you, God is not a man that he should lie. And those are going to be functions that would have been fulfilled by Levitican priests. So when we say we're collecting tithes and we're we're putting them in the storehouse for that year, so that way for the widows and the strangers and the orphans, we're not just talking about church burdens. It's because that's not just the church. It, it, that's any sort of, of outreach or charity work all of those things are going to tie back into old law as the priests because they fulfilled so many functions. They weren't just there to be there on Sunday morning, say a few words and you can call them if you need prayer. No, they were doing all kinds of stuff all the time, had different roles even inside of the priesthood where they were fulfilling a lot of facets of life. So when we say... I know you said take the duty off the church, but it's it's not... To me, I don't see that as we need to do it to take the duty off the church. It's because if we are all in Christ, right, right. and we have become the body of the church now... We are that, the church. That,
0: that we are... We are the church. That's yes. It's not
1: where you go on Sunday. No, no. It's... it's We have multiple roles to fulfill as being keepers of the word. If yeah. we are truly keepers of the word, just as the other Levitican priests, then we have other duties to fulfill beyond just go to church or let the church handle that. That's us now. Like, like Holy Spirit and Christ is within us. We are the church. Yeah. That means that falls on our shoulders. It's not taking the burden off the church, the building. It's no, no, we share the burden as the house of Levi now. We are the house. We are the church. That falls under our duty. Yeah,
0: I totally agree.
1: Um, When you go back and you read uh,
0: Leviticus 2730, it states that um, he says, Also the tithe of the land, both of the seed of the ground and of the fruit of the trees, is the Lord's, right? It is holy to the Lord. Guys, what does holy mean? It means it's set apart. Mm -hmm. God called you to be holy. He called you to be set apart from the world. Okay. He also called the tithe holy. It's set apart for God. If you're giving it to a minister or a ministry or a widow or the fatherless or the stranger or whatever you're giving it to, it's giving it to God. Yeah. Plain and simple, flat out. No, it's unabated, man. It's just, I, I don't know how else to stress that God is going to hold fast to his word and overflow you with blessing. Make sure you don't get caught up in seeking the blessing, guys. Seek the blesser, not the blessing. And it it's just, there's a radical difference and we can get caught up in, Man, I'm going to do this because God's going to bless me. That's not that's not the right state of mind, nor is it the heart you should have to do these things. It's, uh, and believe me, I fell victim to it myself. But um, you know, basically to not get off key, but to get back on the three different tides. Okay, so in Deuteronomy 14, right. It's a separate tithe, and this isn't going to make any sense to you guys, but he's also telling you to give a tithe to yourself, okay? And starting in verse 22 of chapter four, oh, I'm in Leviticus, I'm sorry, I'm going to, forgive me, guys. Okay, so in Deuteronomy 14, verse 22 through 27, he says, if a man no, that's not it. So thou shalt truly tithe. Uh, wait, that's... You 14. have it? Yeah, 14. 1422. Here right? we go. No, uh, yeah, 1422. He says, Thou shalt give the tithe of all the increase of thy seed that cometh forth of the field year by year. And thou shalt eat before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. The tithe of thy corn, of thy wine, and of thine oil, and the firstborn of thy kind. And of thy sheep, that thou mayest learn to fear the Lord thy God always. And if the way be too long for thee, this is where I was talking about where you can convert it into money, because if it's too far. So that thou art not able to carry it, because the place is far from thee, where the Lord thy God shall choose to set his name. When the Lord thy God shall bless thee, then shalt thou make it in money, and take the money in thy hand, and go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose. And thou shalt bestow the money for whatsoever thine heart desireth, whether it be ox, or sheep, or wine, or strong drink, or whatsoever thine heart desire. Guys, strong drink basically means beer, or liquor. Any any, th- any, alcoholic beverage that could be made out of grain. And you guys are like, whoa, whoa, back up.
1: Yeah, God's telling you to drink. I, I did actually, it's, it's funny. He and I weren't, we didn't, we both took notes separately. Um, and again, like this is absolutely the spirit here because I had this part highlighted and couldn't wait to be like, yo, what do you think? What do you think about that? I was reading this on my own today going, well, ain't that interesting. And he's sitting there preparing his notes while I'm, I was uploading to Spotify for the first one. Yeah, if we you did guys didn't week, know Adam's the tech guy here, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a fossil. Go ahead. I just click things and then it eventually works. Google is your friend, I assure you. Um, but seriously, though, I, I, had, I had read this actually earlier on my lunch break and I had it saved in my notes. And then he's taking notes on his own, and I'm hearing him kind of talking to himself, and he was watching a video on it. And I realized what he was watching a video on was this exact passage. It was talking exactly about this, and I went, yo, hey, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. So what do you you think about this? We didn't even really, like, talk about this while we were prepping this. So here, live on air, or the podcast equivalent... Basically what God's saying is so let's let's back up for one
0: second. Okay. So basically he's saying bring the tithes for the ministers. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's one. Right. He's saying in the third year tithe to the widows, the orphans, the strangers, so on and so forth, right? Now we're
1: at 20%. Now why do we why do we think that that's now that's not a consistent 20%. But why do we why is that Every three years. That's an interesting notation. That is. And, you
0: know, I'm open to hear from our viewers. Yeah. Through their digging and their rabbit holes that they go down in this.
1: So it turns out, two questions. This will be the first one. We just made this one up. So we want to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why do you think it's every three years and not yearly? Like, it's not like they go away and then come back. Like it's true. Yeah. Um, just, I can't wait to dig into that one. Yeah, super curious. Super curious. Not to derail everything.
0: But, right. And then you have the other 10% from what we're, to ourselves. To ourselves. So, technically speaking, from an agricultural, what was the guy's name? Roy, the scholar, Roy Cohn. Well, I can't remember his, his last name, but I don't get any credit for this. He said, agriculturally speaking, this comes out to about twenty three point three three percent. Well, yeah, because it's, it's yeah because yeah. it's every third year, right? Right. So, I, I mean, I don't think, it, guys, that's faith living off seventy seven percent. Notice how the number came to seventy seven percent, seventy seven repeating. Yes, repeating mm-hmm. seven seven seven
1: seven all the way across, repeating. Why is that? Why it's every three years? That's weird.
0: Is not it funny how God did that? I didn't even think about
1: that. That seven it's...
0: is the number of completion. Yeah, perfection, completion. Mm-hmm. It is done.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, God's number. Yeah, I that just hit me. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Um. I, That's wild, actually. Yeah.
0: I. I'm at a loss for words that that just happened. But. What. Uh, yeah, I'm actually losing my train of thought in awe of um, oh. but, but what? Yeah. So the Lord's basically <laughs> Yeah. He's basically telling you, Look, man, set aside a tenth for you. This is a great way to save money too. I read a book back in the day called uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. And a lot of wealthy people read that book. And it's all it's it's usually recommended by another wealthy individual. And it has great techniques on how to save. So, basically what they say is, when you get paid, and this is anti-biblical, when you get paid, pay yourself first. No, let's let's pay God. Right. Let's give him his. Yeah. All right? Yep. Because he's the father. Right. And let's take 10% and pay ourselves and put it away like, and pretend that we never had it. You know, my grandpa mm. used to tell me that as a kid. I never listened. Yeah, it, uh, it is clearly it is great. I have done it uh, from time to time, and it it, it really works. Because what are you going to work for if you're not paying yourself? Because you come you you're gonna just pay all your bills and not pay yourself. That's asinine.
1: I mean, it's, I guess I pay myself in stuff. Right. Like, moments. I don't know. Like, you can always make more money, you can't make more time. I've said that for a long time. And that theology has also gotten me in a lot of trouble, but right. I think also brought a lot of really beautiful right. moments to my life. So, I mean, however you want to... Twist it. Twist it to pay yourself, but I suppose, yeah, no, like... Like, honestly, so... Yeah. It, one, you're commanded to do it. Right Did here. Well, right I know here. that now.
0: Right. Didn't really get through that until this. Right, honestly. Yeah, honestly. And why is he telling you to do it? He's telling you to have a party before him. Strong drink in Hebrew is sakar, And it just refers to an alcoholic beverage made by grain. Okay? Um, And he tells you at the end of that passage in Deuteronomy
1: to rejoice before him. Yeah.
0: Be happy. He's not saying go out and get slaughtered
1: yeah, no, 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 You know what I mean? No, no, no. And, and here's the other thing is where are you doing it, right? This was in the presence of God. This in, the, in the land. In the land. So, But in where he called his name to be. Right. We're exactly. not just talking about down the street. like No, like this is everybody is together. We are all rejoicing as a people. Right. So technically, guys, technically what we're trying, the point we're
0: getting to from an Old Testament perspective, which I don't like Old and New Testament. By the way, that was never in there in the original archives. That was added in by, we'll get to that one day, by some people that have divided the Bible up to fit their theology. Okay? Basically, what he's saying here is, is just very simple. Okay? Do this because it's holy, and he's not saying there's, well, in Malachi, actually, he does say there's blessing behind it, but do this in obedience, because that's how you honor the Father, is by obeying, you know, when you were growing up, you had a bunch of rules, and you had to follow them, and Mm -hmm. if you didn't, that's disrespect, that's not love, that's disrespect, okay, and before I lose my train of thought on this, which I think I already have, and it's too
1: late. Um, <laughs> We're talking about the 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 last and final tithe, the party, old and new testament. The yeah, the tithe, the final party,
0: and um, oh, so technically speaking, guys, we can't keep this commandment to its maximum capacity. Why? Because the place the la- the 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 place the Lord has chosen and put His name on. Is Jerusalem?
1: And I think I think it was I think it was the tabernacle, not Jerusalem. Which tabernacle? Well, so but, we're reading this in what Deuteronomy, right? Deuteronomy. So we're talking about the OG and the, the seed of God,
0: the seed of God, the Ark. Okay, we're. Wherever that place was chosen at the time. Okay, right. so that's no law. No one knows where the ark is. Right, right. So there's. So, so there we have that. So that's so, complication number one. So now we, we we're technically stuck,
1: right? right? But there's more than one complication with that too. Please. So elaborate. Second complication with that is uh, we can't. No, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting my notes mixed up. No, 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 no. That's the only complication with that one. Well, there so, were some other complications with the first tithe. So would you say that we do it now, in today's age, in the spirit of the law? So so here's the tricky part about that one, right? Is if we're going to continue with with the, and I'd have to look up the quote, but, but we are the, the body, we are the church, right? Mm. And the spirit of God dwells within us, right? Right. Why can't you go down to the bar and get sloshed every now and then? Answer me that. That's a question for you guys too. That's another one. Is if that's a thing, and that tithe is for rejoicing before the Lord, and you have God inside you, you carry the Spirit of God, are we supposed to go to the bar and get trashed every now and then? Well, David says... uh you know, don't make
0: me too rich, unless I forget thy God, my God. Nor make me too poor, you know. And then right. he says, um, not to get too drunk, unless I forget thy God, my God.
1: Right, right. Yeah. But I mean, if if we're if we're continuing this thought of modern day translation, right in the spirit of the law, right. Well, I think in the Maybe. party. You know, as far
0: as like you know, have a party before me, you know, saving up
1: your tithe every year and paying yourself. Mm-hmm. He's not saying, go get blasted. Now, now, the reason why I'm asking that question like that, before I get misconstrued here, uh-huh. before I get misconstrued is um, I do actually have a, a lot of family, uh, I'm not gonna say a lot of family, but I, I do, have some family and some other people and I myself was one of them at one point in time okay. where it became it's kind of a twist the word. Hypergrace. No, 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 not hypergrace. It's you're you're saved. You're good. No, no. But to to twist and play with place, play the semantics game. Okay. Right? With the word. Okay. To justify behavior. Instead of learning from the word, you have a belief about something and then you start twisting it. Which is what I was just kind of doing right there on purpose. It was not, I'm not doing that to say that I You're believe that full that's You're all of tricks tonight, huh? No, but I mean like literally like i that would be someone say my uncle would try and pull. Like that would be a move. Like why wouldn't you just, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. He told me to do it. And and that's that's where it gets tricky into into doing at least in my opinion, into doing these these types of translations where you really, really, really you need to be careful. Need to be careful and move with discernment. Because sure. then you can start you can start falling into some logic pitfalls that get you all kinds of screwed up. Yes. You know, and I, I, I think since I'm saved, I can repent tomorrow. Right. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we well, need a whole week on that one. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean rem- remember <laughs> no. remember,
0: Jesus said, uh, beware of the leaven, because the leaven leavens the whole lump, and leaven is yeast or sin, picture of sin. You know, you let one sin in, for example, like you tell a white lie. You know, next thing you know, you're telling another white lie, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. then the next thing you know, you're stealing a candy bar at the store. And yeah, then that's the natural. The guy is things. calling you on stealing the candy bar store and then you're punching him. Man. Yeah, I mean, it's just snowballs. That's why he's like, don't even give the enemy yeah. an inch of a foothold on you. Just, you know, in Corinthians, he says he will provide a window. He won't give you more than you can handle. Right. And he will provide a window of escape.
1: Yes, yes. Man, call on
0: him. Yeah. Call on him. And uh, guys, we're not saying we're perfect and uh, we struggle just like you struggle, but you don't become sinless.
1: You just sin less. Yeah. And and that's, and that's, that's the whole part of, at least in my opinion, the earnestly seeking. Yes. That's the whole part of earnestly seeking is, is you are earnestly making an effort and you are earnestly in the spirit following the concept of ties and following the law. Yes. Of tithes, the commandment, the holy commandment, as we read earlier. Yes. The holy commandment of tithes. It's a big deal. It is a very big deal.
0: Um, so I want to read you guys Numbers 18, verse 21 to 24. He says, For behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tenth in Israel for an inheritance, for their service which they serve in the tabernacle of the congregation. Interesting so, wording there. Yeah, so we do have a tabernacle for the congregation. Uh, the United States have, has over 280,000 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. All different denominations, which is unfortunate. And we'll get into that one day. Uh, we're just trying not to get all over the place here, even though we probably might have been at some point. So we hope not to lose you guys. <laughs> um... In verse 22, I'm going to pick up. He says, Neither shall the children of Israel any more come near the tabernacle of the congregation, lest they sustain sin and die. So, let's back up and remember the verse I talked about where he said, The third year tithe. Leave it in the streets for who first? The Levites? No.
1: Yeah. The third year? No, 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 no. And the Levites will then... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, he We're said gonna the Levites, wording. the, the, uh, he said the Levites? No, the Levite at the gate. Right, the Levite at the gate. But he does not take it because he has no inheritance of the, No, for the third year tithe. Right? You're talking about the third, every I'm three talking about that
0: in Deuteronomy 14, 28 and 29. He talks about... Look, at the end of every three years, we are to break out all the tithes and lay it up within our towns for the Levite, the sojourner, the fatherless widow.
1: I I don't have the Levite. No, 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 no. And at the end of three years, thou shalt bring forth all the tithe of thine increase the same year, and shalt lay it up within thy gates. And the Levite, because he hath no part... Oh, I completely misread that.
0: That's okay. I didn't walk on water today either, so it doesn't really matter. It's it what? But why? I thought it was. I thought it was the Levite that distributed. No, whoa, no. They they laid it up for them in the towns. Why? This is why. Because they didn't. God did not want the people going near the temple, because they would die. Yeah, He didn't want the sins to. For them to bear up the sins that the Levites
1: had already sacrificed for, and they, lest they would die. And that's why I thought the Levite was the one distributing. That's why I read it that way. But that's not what it says. No. It's not. It says it's for them. Yeah. And he says it's for the widows. The Levite and the, the strangers. The fatherless
0: and the widow. Yeah. It's real. It is pivotal to really read it slowly and clearly. Um Adam and I make mistakes. Yeah, for sure. You know, you know just like everybody else. So, um, yeah, I just thought that that was really interesting. I don't remember what verse I left off in on uh, num- in, uh, numbers 18, 21 through 24. Um, for the time, I think it was verse 24. Oh, no, verse 23. I'm going to start over in 23. But the Levites shall do the service in the tabernacle of the congregation. And they shall bear their sin. It is a law forever. Guys, how can the law be done away with if it's a law forever? What does forever mean? At least longer than next week. Yes. (laughs) At least after Jesus is gone. Yeah. Right? Yep. Still got to do it. Forever. In your generations. That among the children of Israel they possess none inheritance. For the tithes of the children of Israel, which they shall offer as an offering unto the Lord, I have given the Levites for an inheritance. Therefore I have said unto them, among the children of Israel, ye shall possess none inheritance. He's given the Levites for an inheritance. So basically, he's saying, I've given the Levites to you guys. They're a blessing to us. Mm-hmm. He's given them back to us because they're doing the work for us. Why should we tithe today? Can you go to 1 Timothy, Adam, and read? I can. Uh, 1 Timothy 5, 17 through 18. This is why it's important, guys, to modern-day tithe. And Adam's pulling that up. Because God wants... God wants our ministers to focus on spreading the gospel and equipping us. They should be making disciples. If there's no discipling in your church going on, man, leave. Go. I don't care if you've got to drive an hour. Get there, man, where they're doing it. Because that is, that is a commandment straight in red letters. And we know who, who spoke the red letters in, in your book. So they're important. He said, go and make disciples. We need that. But we need we that back. To the world. Yeah. He didn't say, go sing a bunch of songs and listen to a 10-minute word on Sunday. No. He said, make disciples. Preach the gospel. Preach it. He wants them to do a good job and focus on equipping the people so they can do the work that God has for them. He doesn't want them, you know. And maybe some preachers, and I, and it's commendable. It doesn't say that they can't. Some preachers own their own businesses. Some preachers have a side job because they don't want anything for doing it, and that's great. Yeah, Paul. Paul was that way.
1: Tent maker. Paul was that way. Paul had to be that way. But Paul was that way. Uh, he did. He did not. He did not take any sort of yeah monetary offering for did, what he was doing. Did Jesus?
0: Jesus was the son of a carpenter. I'm yeah. sure he learned carpentry. Probably. Okay. It didn't say he sold tables and chairs and chase lounges. <laughs> right? No. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and he was God also. He didn't need anything. When the wise men came to him and brought him gold, frankincense, and myrrh, they didn't give him a pocket full of it. This is the king. Yeah. He had plenty. Yeah. Come on, man.
1: It's true. I hadn't really thought about that either. Though. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it would it wouldn't be like a small here, man. I came all this way <laughs> to drop off right. from Herod's
0: kingdom. <laughs> you know, I never really thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get here's a little pouch. Yeah, hey, here's a nickel bag of myrrh. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. He didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. hey.
0: I'm just saying, like no, no, know, that's, that's perfectly. You know, I, I thought that were beautiful. Weird, you know? I get, thought that was beautiful. didn't give him a. They didn't give him a 14 karat gold <laughs> earring. Just one. Here, go pawn this. Yeah. Yeah. See if Peter's parents want to buy this off you. Come on, man. <laughs> Let's get real,
1: like. Yeah. No, that was that was a a first moment for me right there. I, I hadn't even really like like you always imagine. I don't know. I just always imagined it like hand size, but that would be stupid. Yeah. Camels can
0: carry a lot, man. They
1: can, and Can't. they can run up to like forty miles an hour. They're
0: sturdy creatures. They are fast, man. They yeah. are fast. They are interesting. I'd like to ride. Fact thing.
1: check me on that. Yeah. I don't. I don't have. I any think they do run about so. forty miles an hour. Honestly,
0: I think I that I caught that one time on uh, National Geographic
1: or whatever. Them late night binges, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, so First Timothy five, right? First yeah. Timothy five seventeen. Let the elders that rule well. Be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture saith, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. What does that mean? That is an excellent question. Would you like me to tell you? Yes. Okay, so if you were to muzzle an ox, right? So if if he's basically helping you collect the grain or the corn, right? Or till the ground. Till the ground. Well, if you're tilling the ground, there's no crop there. Well, the he, important part is
0: there he is was crop still there. dragging.
1: Right, right, right. But but what they're saying is is if you the the whole point of the muzzle is that people would put a muzzle on the ox while you were harvesting to prevent the ox from eating your harvest as it went. Super interesting. Yes. So so it's not it's not even like even when it's tilling. It's specifically when harvesting. Because the ox would want to eat what you're trying to harvest, where well, he's trying to pick up what you're putting down, <laughs> uh, he's trying to put down what you're picking up. Yeah, actually. right, right, right. that's true. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and and uh, if it's you let eat, yes, for it energy. energy, and and the laborer is worthy of his reward. To finish the verse, yes, he spent
0: all week. Getting this spiritual food ready to jam down your neck. And God so be it, the Holy Spirit might hit him when he when he hits that pulpit after worship. And he might go a whole nother direction. Could be. But he's still putting the effort. You don't know. God knows. Yep. Yeah. That's enough. Yep. Yeah. You gotta trust who your God is, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But you know, if you're rooted and planted somewhere you're usually there because you see a lot of good in what your guy is doing up there and what the team is doing Mm -hmm. you know yeah man they deserve it let's help them focus on
1: the call of god and support them they need to eat while they work yes do you take a lunch break if you take a lunch break at work you already know it's true If you take any sort of break, or you stop to take a drink, or anything at all, if you don't work, I'm sure you still eat at home. We all eat at least once a day, most likely, unless we're fasting, or see somebody. Not good. Eat more. So, like, uh, yeah, the laborer is worthy of his reward. It's uh, that's plain as day. Um, Can
0: you can you look up uh, First First Corinthians Corinthians. nine? 13 and 14? Yes. Because uh, this is yeah. just to confirm. The Bible is always confirming itself. Yep. And we want to tie, we, we hope that we did a decent, uh, or at least somewhat subpar <laughs> of, a, uh, of a job tying in how it started, why you should do it. Because it's commanded, the Bible says, if you love me, you will keep my commands. First John. No, that's just John. John 14, 15. Right. It's also in First John, where he says, If you say you love, love me you and you keep not, my, keep not my commandments, the truth is not in you, and you are a liar. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. In so many words. But uh it, go ahead and read First Corinthians
1: nine, thirteen and fourteen. Do ye not not know that they which minister about holy things live of the things of the temple? Question mark. Question mark. Do you not know? Did you not think about it? Yeah. You know, is church just a place where you show up on Sunday morning, get your fill and leave? No, like those are people there. And he's and he's not saying it because they don't know.
0: Yeah. He's saying it he's asking the question again because they did know. Yeah, that Corinthians had just gotten away from these things. See, everybody has this great misconception that Paul was a church planner. Paul was going to these temples that were already established, guys. He was bringing rebuke and correction. Why? Because everything got out of order. Mm -hmm. And we need to be open to that rebuke and correction and not be offended by
1: it, man. Just to help us be better stewards of the faith. What yeah, what is your goal in seeking this? What is, what is your goal? Yeah. What is your priority? Right. You know? And the priority should always be earnestly seek, right? Yes. And that's that really I mean it's it's difficult to do, but a really simple concept. It really is. <laughs> it's a really simple concept. Keep, keep reading for us? Yes. So to finish, uh and they which wait at the altar, are partakers with the altar? Question mark. Yes. Even so, hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. Hmm. Now that's in KJV, not Geneva.
0: Okay, what, what, is, what does that mean? They which preach the gospel shall live by the gospel. So, those that preach the gospel shall reap the rewards of the gospel is my conjecture. Okay. Okay. Like I was saying earlier, they need that time. They need supported to focus on bringing these things. Not only that, missionaries need supported to go and spread the word in Kenya or the 1040 window or France. And, uh, you know, France is one of the most faithless, is the most faithless nation in the world. I don't know if any of you guys knew that. But they literally, it is like, as far as... I would have thought that was
1: Australia, honestly. No,
0: Australia is kind of booming, even though they have a large Muslim population. Um, France is, there's a remnant there, for sure. But the majority of the population is... They ain't having it. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe we need to go there. You okay. get some people baptized. They got a river there, right? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> we can find one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, guys, I, uh, we hope that this has blessed you. If you have any questions, we want to hear from you.
1: Now, I think since we just dropped 71 minutes, um... To like, of just pure rambling is what it sounded like to me. That's that's what it. I mean, it felt like like really, really, Gosh, semi-targeted what, rambling. But the,
0: when you do something like this, you get, there's like a sense of excitement that you want to get to the next point and come back to the other point. And uh, you know, we hope
1: that we don't. We're not losing you. Yeah, and that we can follow you. But we're also learning, right? And 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 it's it's one of those things where it's well we kind of, as we go through our notes, like we're tying things back into each other and we're trying to almost kind of tell the narrative the same way that we were putting it together ourselves. Yeah. You know, where it's, oh, well, that that's going to relate back there and this piece is... So I, I would... Uh, Mateo, this is up to you. I know I didn't mention this at all, but I was thinking maybe we could do like a little quick five-ish minute kind of recap on what we covered and why.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: So basically, we describe. We gave the definition of a tithe, right? We all know it's that's a tenth. a tenth, right? We got that. Simple. If you missed that part, yes. Boy, this is going to be a long recap. It, you know, the tithe is hard. The tithe was never money to begin with. Nope. Even though that's what it has
0: become today, which that's but, okay. But that's hey, based God, on production, that, that is just based, based on production, right? So here's another. Here's another uh, tip that you can do. If you're not comfortable giving money, turn that tithe into
1: some food. Mm-hmm. Go give that away. Go give that donation all of it. <laughs> yeah, there's it a homeless guy on every all.
0: street on every corner of Pittsburgh or at nowadays.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> oh go man, give,
0: go drop the guy a bag. It's good,
1: Row. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wherever you're at, turn it in. Turn it into whatever you feel comfortable giving, but don't feel comfortable not giving your time. Yeah, right. Don't feel comfortable not giving your tithe. And I repeated that because it's important. If you you say you love God, you're going to do what God says. You're not going to be like, God, I love you. Trust me, he didn't feel that. Obedient like Abraham. Show me. Yes. God's from Missouri, guys. The show me state. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. The, yeah. yeah you, you just casually pulled that off the top of your head? That came right up. But okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, and uh, what what else did we touch on? We touched on the tithe, the Levitical tithe. Right. Uh, we touched on the third year tithe. Yes. We touched on tithing to ourselves. Yes. 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 And we tied. we touched on modern day tithing is still very much so relevant. Extremely. Extremely. And leave, guys, if you can, please get away from salad bar Christianity. Yes. And if you're struggling with that, you don't get to pick and choose how you wanna serve God. God gave you the outline on how to do it. Follow that map and I promise you'll hit the X every time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's all we're doing here is we're just trying to draw it out for ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's it's because I was, I had to do, like, we weren't just off the cuff on this. No. This was, there were a couple of times, like, like we, we had probably a couple, left out a great deal and might come back to this one day. I, there's, I think it's, I'd, I'd really like to, uh, because I started getting into the difference between tithing and offering. Huge which is Which is a whole nother thing. Um, just a, a quick precap is I want to get into the history behind Exodus 36. Where, where the people of Israel are trying to build the tabernacle, right? And it wasn't a tithe that built the tabernacle. It was, it was all offering. And yeah. one, of the, one of the coolest things, I think, out of that whole process was at some point, they were giving so much, yes. Moses literally had to tell them to stop. Yes. Just everybody stop. Every man and woman stop giving. We don't need it. We're done. Yes. We were done before. It says every worker to a man came to Moses and said we have more than enough to finish this project the Absolutely. way God told us to. So And there's there's a whole lot in that last sentence I just said yeah. that you can unpack. So so we're gonna get to one of those one day too. So do you think it's erroneous for
0: the modern day Levites or ministers mm-hmm. to say, guys we're gonna take up an offering.
1: Mmm, that's that's a whole week. That's a whole week. But I'll tell you what, I'm glad that you asked right now. Yeah. Because that means that's
0: going to be a question, and that that was a question for me personally at one point in my walk. But that's I'm sure that's somebody else is out there wondering. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: technically not an offering if you're asking for it. I didn't offer it to you. Yeah. Now, but before we get into that, before we get into that. That brings me to a two-part question, right? So the first part of the question, which is what was the real question. I know we already asked two questions that we want feedback on, but the one that we set out to ask at the very beginning of all of this, right, is if the house of Levi, their inheritance are the tithes, right? The Levitican tithes. Yes. Tithes. Um, The required. They are required, right? Yeah. Now, if that, that means is going... That you
0: don't have to give an offering.
1: Now, before... Hold on. No. Hold on. Okay. Don't put the cart before the ox. He's got to eat. Yes. Let's let's feed the ox right now because... Because the question I, I want to pose is if we are talking that the house of Levi gains the inheritance. The, the whole house gains all of the inheritance, right? The whole house... At what point does a church become a business? Hmm. I'm not saying that we have an answer for that because I asked him that earlier, and we both just kind of stopped and went, "Wait, something seems fundamentally wrong."
0: I I, I kind of tried to answer with maybe when they put the coffee shop in, or oh, oh yeah, 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 no, like, like, like absolutely or... when we start
1: when we start throwing stores and uh, uh, yeah. a merchants tables into it. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's for sure beyond the pale. But like, where's where's that line of demarcation? Like, like yes. when when do we hit? We, l- we want to hear from you. Class. We want to hear from you guys because oh, we don't know. have all the answers. And gals,
0: sorry. Yes, bad habit, ladies, gentlemen, all of all of my yeah. dudes
1: and people. Yeah, if your yeah. dog or cat has the answer, holler. I'd be super impressed if you could figure out what they were trying to tell you. Uh, so that brings. And hey. hey, God spoke through a donkey. <laughs> You know what? I will eat my words at that. Yes, I will absolutely eat it. that. Was so well, your dog might well have said. the answer? It, well give him the number.
0: Dial for him so he doesn't crack your screen. It's the pause, man. Yeah. No dexterity. Yeah, or get some uh, get a, get get some liquid glass on your screen, then let him dial. Google Voice Assistant, bro. Yeah, As he's talking. The, he can dial the floor. Yeah, There we go. <laughs> there we go. We want to hear. We we want to hear from you guys. Seriously. Um, that's a, that poses a, a tough... That that was a tough question. And I sure as heck don't have the
1: answer. I'm going to try to find it. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. We're not we're not just leaving it up now. Like We're yeah. going to do our own digging. And when we come back to hit on ties again, uh, we will definitely take A, all the answers, B, everything we find, and C, anyone that we kind of reach out to and bounce ideas off of, we might even have a guest speaker by that point. We don't know yet. Yes. Um, so that's question one. And question two... Which was the question Matteo posed? Which was offerings. You want to rephrase that, like repeat that question um, about the offering? Yes.
0: Okay. So, how if if they're asking for it, right? Mm-hmm. Guys, we're going to take up an offering, and we're just asking you to find it in your heart. I feel, and I'm not answering it. I'm kind of I'm kind of like turning the answer into a question, Mm -hmm. I feel that if you're asking for it, it wasn't on my heart to offer it. So I didn't yet offer it to you. How could I possibly offer it if you asked for it? And do I have to give my offering to a minister or anything of the sort?
1: Where would I put my offering? So, so that's the second question because I know that we're going to be doing. I'm sure we're going to be doing an offering episode pretty soon. Um, not that we want to focus on money, we really don't. Uh, but I feel like yeah. I feel like that's a, a pretty yes. prevalent thing because, like we said, they used to be agriculturalists and it was all about farming. Nowadays, uh, Jesus talked about money the most. Actually, and that was the the
0: if if you. If you research and look in the New Testament, how what he talked about the most, it was money. And guys, don't let people misquote it. Money isn't the root of all evil. It's love. the root of all kinds of evil. The love. Kinds would mean being... being it's it it it's the problem for a lot of things, but not all of the things. The love of money. The love of money. The love. So it's of not money. It is. It's not money. the root of all evil. It's right. The love of money, of all. It's the root of all kinds. Not all. So, so clear. Just wanted to clear that up very briefly, <clears> but um, I just want to thank you guys for joining, and we want to hear your answers. Yeah. And. Uh, My uh, wingman, Adam, is going to
1: bring us home in prayer. Absolutely. Um, Thank you, guys. 81 and a half minutes now. Uh, So if you made it all the way to this very end, we honestly, Mateo and I, from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you so much uh, for all the love and the support. And Father, Father God, Almighty God up in heaven, who cares about even the littlest things, such as a podcast, in a living room. God, we pray to you. We ask you to bless the people that are here uh, in spirit with us. Bless the people that are listening to this, wherever they are. Bless that, that this be something that is, is truly following your will, will and, and Holy spirit guide us to continue this for your glory. Yes. That, that we are able to, to be a vehicle giving honor and glory and, and just reveling in the awesome might of God here and now as we dig through whatever you guide us and lead us and want us to dig through. Lord, I pray for the people that are out there listening, that, that they feel refreshed, that they hopefully learn something, that, that Mateo and I can use this to better our own walks uh, Lord, I ask that if there's anyone who can hear this that is struggling or, or needs prayer or needs help, that they find a way to reach out to us, that, that this will reach the ears that you need it to hear, uh, that this will reach the hearts that that you need it to reach. Um, we thank you. We just thank you for for just how awesome you have been all week. And how awesome you're going to be next week because we know that you are faithful. And I don't even know what to say. This was such an amazing experience, God. And uh, I thank you so much for all of this. Just truly speechless right now. In your son's holy name we pray. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Good night, guys. Good night. See you soon.